Aloha, and yawai skanaga guego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino, my friend. Well, if you're new, let me get you caught up to speed. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. It's a weekly feature where I, your host, Brett Maybe, gets to play and feature some incredible music from different indigenous artists from all across this great Turtle Island. And as always, you're cordially invited to enjoy the music and the chat. Today's featured artist comes from the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation. Yes, you heard that right. Justin Woodmancy is my featured guest. We're going to be talking about his band, Elamantra. They were recently signed to Admirable Traits Records. Their brand new album was released September 16th. It's called Only Momentary. And kicking things off is the track you hear right here. Turn it up and sing along with Feel It Float. You're listening to Gyno.
the lead single from Elamantra's brand new EP, Only Momentary. Welcome back to today's conversation. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, coming to you from the Allegheny Territory and extremely honored to be welcoming a homeboy to the show today, also from the Allegheny Territory of the Wolf Clan. Welcome, Mr. Justin Woodmancy. How are you doing today? Hi, Brett. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, this is this is great. It's, it's you know it's been it's been going really well. I think uh, better than we thought it would, <laughs> really. But uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be back on the show a third time now, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And there are a few differences this time around. We can get more into personnel changes and things like that. Uh, uh, now, for the sake of the new listener, and, and of course, longtime Gynot listeners. Uh, let's let's start with a few introductions, and please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Well, I don't know if I'm the most interesting guy in the world, but <laughs> you know, I <laughs> you're not the Dos Equis guy. I, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not the Dos Equis guy. I'm, a, I'm I prefer Modelo. Oh, Modelo. <laughs> I'm the Modelo guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I grew up on the Elgin territory, um, uh, Wolf Clan. You know, I. Lived there my whole life until I went to I went to college at Jamestown, and uh, kind of met a lot of people there. Realized I had already been playing in bands at that point, but realized when I got there that like wow, I really really like this music thing because I got introduced to uh, house shows, you know, in basements and out in Fredonia, which is you know just a little bit north of Jamestown, mm-hmm. and playing house shows and not even just playing them, but going to them and seeing the community, this music community that you know we were kind of fostering and being a really big part of was it felt like something bigger than yourself yeah. and something I could connect to, which I, I couldn't connect musically back in my hometown of Salmeca and Elgin territory. And it kind of was the catalyst to be like, this is what I want to do with my life. You know, I want to play music and want to play music on the the small stage. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just want to do it for, I just want to do it for the music itself and for the community. I, I you know, I never, we never once cared about like, man, we got to go, we got to play, uh, south by southwest to a million people blah 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 like we just wanted to write the music we wanted to hear and you know and a few people along the way wanted to hear it and liked it too i mean that's cool uh when you started ella mantra it was you and your cousin nick that are yeah, i guess yeah. the, the core of that too yeah yeah it was me and nick uh, he's also we're both uh indigenous from allegheny territory and uh it was it was a weird thing because people kids our age in the area it was like you know, if you liked music, you didn't like what we liked. Because <laughs> well, when we started, we were mostly, a, we were not mostly, we were definitely a metal band. We listened to a lot of, oh, wow. uh, a lot of stoner doom bands, which yeah. is ironic because none of us were stoners. But we, <laughs> yes, we, <laughs> we, uh, we just liked that sound. We liked yeah. just heavy, heavy music, you know. It just felt so different. I don't know if it was like a, a thing of rebellion because, you know, I got tired of listening to, uh, Mustang Valley and sure. uh, you know I love Fleetwood Mac but you know <laughs> you, you just hear the same same damn music over and over and like my mom will play ACDC and you know Led Zeppelin the occasional Sabbath and I'll be like man what like those riffs are cool yeah. you know like they're not just singing about the same tired stage so I I kind of like that and I just over time pursued my own music and then I had a friend uh, John Red Eye who came over one time to my to my house when I was a kid. And he was big into music, and at that point I was young, so you know I I had never I hadn't branched out yet and found music I I like myself. I was just like you know I like ACDC and all these bands because my mom does. You know that's what I hear. 
So he came over with his iPod on his on his iHome. So we're going back to like 2000, 2007 or eight now. Sure. People are still using those. <laughs> and he starts playing these bands that I had never heard. I never heard music sound like this. It was bands like Soundgarden, oh. Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Alice in Chains, Circus Survive. These bands that are like real ass music. Yeah, yeah. And they were heavy to me. You know, he played like Fourth of July by Soundgarden. I was like, how do you make a guitar sound like that? So I was like, John, what are these bands? And he told me, and I think he ended up burning me a CD of all these different artists. And that was when I kind of realized, like, damn, yeah, oh. I've been misled. An epiphany, <laughs> huh? Like the Big hear. Bang. It was, yeah. From that rabbit hole, from Soundgarden and Queens of the Stone Age, I, I delved, kind of, me and Nick, we kind of delved deeper into heavier artists, sure. you know. They started getting a tool and... Uh, Primus and a few other bands and that's when we started getting into more extreme metal the High on Fire Electric Wizard Sleep yeah Buzzavin the Melvins we started getting into that and then we're like you know what this music is pretty damn simple like I could write this we could do that so we we started just kind of kind of writing music but over time we over years we gravitated a lot more towards rock or you know we softened up a little bit and uh, I mean, I still love, still love metal. It's still my, my first love in music, really. But that's that's a that's a conversation for another day. I'm working <laughs> on a death metal band right now. So nice. Ooh. Hopefully, get that off the ground pretty soon. Oh, I, I I had a shiver up my spine with that, and I can't wait to to actually uh, pursue that conversation as well. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're actually here to talk about some great new tunes from. My homeboys, Elementra. So uh, we'll come back. We'll pick up the conversation after this first block of music. Uh, we'll discuss your move up to Buffalo and what kind of doors that opened up for you. And uh, and we'll go from there. But as it is, uh, we're going to get back into our listening. Before our time is up, we're going to be hearing from Black Belt Eagle Scout. Also have uh, one from Yacht Scene featuring Portugal the Man. And in this first block, One Way Sky, Leanne Badassimus A. Simpson. And this one from Elementra's only momentary, You ought to sing along with this song. It's No Shadow. And you're listening to Gyno. <laughs> Oh, 
associated zeros and ones, shining your crown of neoliberal likes, yelling the loudest in the empty room. We witness too many holes in your hide, the broken skin of a canoe, the tightening of a mind. territory and you're listening to gyno
One Way Sky's 2021 Reap and Sow, winding down that first block of listening on today's edition of Gyno. Welcome back to the conversation. If you're just now tuning in, I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and I'm joined on the line with Justin Woodmancy, who grew up right down the street practically. And of course, this is a little bit monumental for me. It is uh, the first opportunity that I've had uh, to talk about a new release from a member of the Seneca Nation. So, again, congratulations on all your continued success. I'm going to say that a few times throughout the show. I really do hope that the youth in our community are even listening it because, you know, you provide uh, that hope and that connection from our little territory to the outside world and things like that, too. So, uh, Justin, welcome back. Um, when we left off, of course, we were talking about the origins of Ella Mantra, and that was news for me. I didn't realize you guys started off a little bit more on a metal scene, but, of, of course, clearly, uh, listeners are hearing a more ethereal sound, a dreamy kind of sound, yeah? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. We, you know, we started out metal, and he, as you can see from, he just played no shadow. That's it's quite a quite a far cry from <laughs> death metal and doom metal and stuff. It's not not quite there. It so doesn't do. <laughs> no gloom and doom in that. Well, maybe a little bit lyrically. But, well, quite a bit lyrically, but musically, no. It's sure. pretty upbeat. Uh, yeah, we uh, we kind of over time, we got more, started getting into more things. Uh, started experiencing new bands, even even live, locally. You'd hear a band and you'd be like, damn, you know, what are they influenced by? And, you know, yeah. you'd buy their, buy their CD, you know, at a show or something, or back when CDs were a thing, really, and you kind of listen to them too, and you'd be like, you'd be able to pick it apart. You'd be like, oh, you know, these guys like, I bet you they like Slow Dive, or, you know, I bet you they like My Bloody Valentine, or Guided by Voices. And, you know, we were already fans of those bands, but then it's like, man, so there's other bands doing this thing. Like, yeah. this is cool. You know, it's, it's you, you see a community building, and then I guess over time, we kind of shifted our sound a little bit. You know, I, I can't even really give you a reason why, because I never stopped loving metal. None of us did. You know, we all still love it. But, I mean, I don't love any genre more than the next, but well, if I re- over time, that's yeah. what we wanted to do. If I recall from, like, past conversations as well, I mean, I, I think where your influences start to converge is really where Elementra. You start metal, but, I mean, you're a huge Prince fan, too, and you can hear I am. a lot of those kinds of uh, atmospheric sounds in there, too, you know? 100%. Yeah, I, I grew up hearing a good amount of Prince from my mother, and... Uh, at the time, it was always kind of just like, ah, what is this dude? You know, he's purple, whatever. It's not my thing. <laughs> and uh, uh, over time, uh, like, I guess a couple a year or two before he passed away, I put on Purple Rain after I had a, a, a greater appreciation for music as a whole. And I was like, damn, this dude was, he was amazing. Oh, like, yeah. the songwriting chops on this guy were just incredible. Sure. You know, take the talent, like, the, 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 the showmanship aside. Oh, he's an amazing guitarist, an amazing singer. Everybody knows that. But, like, as a pure songwriter, the guy was like unmatched for his time. So that's when I started really diving down a rabbit hole and listening to all his stuff. And then he passed away. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, he's he's one of the artists I I really wish I was able to see live. Bowie was another one, but anyway, that's a conversation for another time too. Um, all right, so <laughs> you know the convergence of all of these influences really uh, comes together in a, in a fun and unique sound that is Alamantra. Um, you guys really had a, a fun DIY approach for a long time, uh, but then you kind of outgrew our little fishbowl here as well. And uh, how long has it been since you, you made the move up to Buffalo? Let's see. I, I went to the university at Buffalo after I had graduated from Jamestown Community College. Uh, I, I started my first semester at 2018. So really, I've been living up here since 2018, okay. except for a good like seven eight month stretch or so in 2020 after, you know, during the whole beginning of the COVID pandemic yeah. where uh, they shut down UB. And unless you were a foreign exchange student, you couldn't stay on campus anymore. So mm-hmm. I had to move back down to the Allegheny territory. I stayed with my grandma, which was, which was probably good for her too. Cause otherwise she would have been alone, you know? Sure, so sure. It, was, it was, it was a really good time for me, you know, not only family wise, cause you get to see, the older you get the last time you get to spend with your family especially someone like your grandmother yeah. you know you gotta cherish all the time you can get with that so it's nice that way but musically this is a music show so i should tie that up <laughs> <laughs> it was great for me to be able to just like well i have school work but you know during covid it was like they were just handing out a's basically so sure. 
you had that going for us. I didn't have much work to do. I didn't have a job. I, you know, I was in college and you move back here and there's like, like the world was in shambles. There's, you know, not much to do. So I was just kind of at home. And coincidentally, that's where Only Momentary was mostly written. Nice. I had nothing but time on my hands and just kind of did that. But yeah, other than that seven-month stretch, I've been I've been living in Buffalo since 2018 to now. As we get ready to get back into the music here in a few minutes, you know, let's let's talk specifically on how this album differs from previous Elementra releases and how that time in Buffalo has uh, helped to expand uh, your opportunities. As you said before, we we focused a lot on DIY. We did all the uh, recording and mixing. Uh, we didn't even really master, but we did all that <laughs> on our own. And to mixed results, I, I'm still really, really proud of, especially Foreign Breath, mm-hmm. our uh, release from we 2016. That was one our first release that we were like, man, like we we can do this, yeah. you know. Like this, this is a really good song. It got received very well online. Uh, we did a we did a couple small tours for it, and it just was a, just a really really good time. For in all England of us. too, right? Yeah, it got a, it got a good amount of airplay in England and uh, and in New Zealand. Wow. There was a lot of we we shipped. Uh, a few CDs out to New, Z- uh, New Zealand, which was kind of cool. And they, they bought a shirt. And there are a couple shirts and everything. It was just funny that, like, <laughs> these kids from Salamanca are, you know, we shipped our our shirt with a Gears of War character or whatever <laughs> yeah. on it to, to uh, all over the world. It was just To me, it was hilarious. <laughs> Never would have thought of that. But, uh, yeah, Foreign Breath was our first kind of, uh, you know, quote-unquote success. And we did it all ourselves. It was completely... <laughs> recorded and produced by ourselves in Salamanca mostly. Nice. And uh, Nick is his mom's garage, which is where we kind of formed and always practiced in the early days. So that was cool. And we, we did the next couple releases all DIY as well. But uh, the times were changing around us. You know, back in 2015, 2016, that was the thing bands did. Mm. You know, you recorded yourself and they were, they were, not demos, but there's something above demos. Yeah. You know, not the, a major the lo-fi release, genre. Yeah, yeah, definitely that. And we kind of kept doing that when the the methods shifted away from that in the later, like you know, 2019, 2018. Mm-hmm. There was more and more bands getting better production value. So then we were kind of left, not left out, but it was kind of like, man, maybe we should consider inviting somebody else into our music again so they can, you know, get this pristine sound. And we had always been afraid of that because way, way back, when before we were even out of Montreal, really, we were just kids playing, you know, music. We, you know, we'd never really played a gig or nothing, maybe one. And we invited a guy in to record us. There was a recommendation from our drummer at the time. It just sounded like garbage. (laughs) This dude was terrible. And the music sucked. And he was sort of like, we kind of had this really bad taste in our mouth and we were embarrassed that like, man, like this is what we get for inviting somebody in to try to record our sound. Like <laughs> we're never doing that again. And we had to pay the dude to sound like garbage. Like no way, yeah. never doing that again. So I guess we learned over time that like not all producers are awful at what they do. Some are pretty good. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we kind of, we kind of learned to accept that and accept help, if you will, that, you know, if you want to push your sound to the next step, you might have to be willing to 
have somebody else get their hands on your music and see what they bring to the table. And they, I mean, only momentary turned out fantastic. I have nothing but good things to say about our producer. Well, sure. And, and I can understand your perspective of not wanting it to sound perhaps artificial. Some producers might want to craft, take your sound and, and fit it into a production style that just doesn't jive. I mean, an overproduced yep. sound, I think, would equally be a disservice uh, to the songs that you're writing. But I think with Only Momentary, you were able to nicely capture the atmosphere while polishing it up with what mastering and and mixing and all that you know actually does you know well thank you yeah that's exactly what we were trying to go for we wanted to keep the raw live feel of our sound but just exactly what you said we need it polished Mm. you know we needed it we needed it just one step further to, to to help stand out and a lot of it is these streaming services and stuff it's all algorithmic based mm. and a lot of it is production based. You could have the best song in the world, but if it isn't, you know, up to, you know, industry standards, sound wise, you know, it's just not going to get heard. Mm. It's not going to get put on the playlist. It's not going to get put on rotation because these playlisters and these radio stations, they have kind of a, like a quality to uphold. They want all their songs to be kind of homogenous. You know, they want it all to be mastered you know, at a certain industry standard level and blah, blah, blah. So when you put a song in the rotation that's pretty lo-fi and not lo-fi in a necessarily cool way, like added by voices or something, where it's just not professional sounding, they're not going to put it up there. Well, and it, and it makes sense. I mean, nobody would ever try to shoot a documentary on a flip phone. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, so there are these things. And, and again, you know, we've been touching on why, uh, to me, this is such an important conversation, because we do have a little bit of a responsibility. Yeah, we want to inspire people, especially those coming up and whatnot, too. But there's also the reality of the work that's involved with it. And again, you're doing the work, uh, you got signed. Uh, this is the first release on the label. Uh, we do have a little bit more time to get caught back up. So uh, let's take another break. Let's get back into the tunes. I'm joined on the line with Justin Woodmancy, the main singer songwriter and lead singer of Elamantra. Uh, we're discussing the band's brand new release, Only Momentary. We have some more great listening coming your way. We're going to come right back and wrap things up after hearing one from Black Belt Eagle Scout, Yatsin featuring Portugal the Man, and this one from Only Momentary. Turn it up and sing along with Plastic World. You're listening to Gaina.
plastic world I felt my heart bend to and fro as we share a bed Hey, this is Samantha Crane, and you're listening to Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.
Black Belt Eagle Scouts, Just Lie Down. A groovy track for your listening pleasure today on Gynum. Welcome back to the conversation. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and I have a little bit more time to get caught up with Justin Woodmancy. Uh, Justin, we've had a great discussion on Only Momentary and, and the history of the band and your journey thus far. I I'm excited for what is on the horizon and, and where you're going to take your art now. What do you have planned? What's going on? Right now, we're just kind of focusing on writing new material because we've got a lot of a lot of ideas and we've been playing around with them. And especially with the new bass player, Alex, after Nick, uh, he moved away to pursue a different job down in PA. And he, that's where his girlfriend was living. And he was sick of driving down there, you know, every weekend or every other weekend. It was Ooh. a long drive. And I was like, but the mutual decision for us both, you know, obviously there's no hard feelings. We still hang out all the time, and he's still in all the conversations. But with a new bass player, uh, Alex, we're just, just now weaving him into the writing process. Because obviously Nick had wrote and recorded with us on Only Momentary. So his bass parts are all over the album, you know, the ones he wrote and the ones he recorded. So now we have Alex, and he's bringing a whole kind of a new dimension to the writing style. He's bringing, he's bringing new ideas to the table, so... We're just kind of slowly integrating that into our into our writing process. So I think going forward, we just want to you know play some shows and keep it simple and just just write some more tunes. Nice. Uh, any more plans to hit the road right now, or are you going to focus more on the songwriting part? We really wanted to. We were playing with that idea and getting into that kind of that process a little bit. Maybe do a couple weekend runs, but man, it's a lot of work to. <laughs> Plan like an EP release show and oh, yeah. get the EP mastered and get all the stuff made, get the shirts made. So, kind of fell to the wayside. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have liked to have been hitting the road sometime around now, right on the heels of the, the album release. And it just never came to fruition. We had people in like Cleveland and Philly and Pittsburgh that were going to help us out, but you know, there's always next time. There's always you know, yeah. spring, something like that. We'll, 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 we'll get out there again, but sure. not, not anytime too soon. Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, there is one more thing that I wanted to bring up as well. Uh, as I've been following you along on this journey, uh, I, I remember you studied film. Uh, you've even done some music videos for La Mantra. Are you going to have any more opportunities? Are you looking for ways to integrate these two passions together again? Yes, actually. We, uh, we're we working on, like, uh, let me preface it a little bit. You know those, uh, you know, remember Billy Mays? Yeah, <laughs> like, so, <laughs> I'm kind of coming at you from left field here, but you, uh, yeah, you're, so you remember him? You remember those real bad infomercials oh, in yeah. the early 2000s? They're awesome. Yeah, we grew up, grew up watching them late at night, whatever. <laughs> we, uh, we're working on one of those right now for the album. It's, uh, <laughs> oh. it's turning out pretty good. We have a, yeah, we had a little little studio set up, <laughs> and we had our friend, because uh, me and Jonah, our drummer, we worked together at uh, Fisher Price. We're on the the uh, audiovisual team and uh, our our coworker there, uh, Dan is his name. He's like he's got a real good personality for that. Yeah. <laughs> he was able to play the part of like a greasy sleazy salesman kind of guy. <laughs> so he's playing the part of like a, like a Billy Mays type, like uh, trying to sell sell yeah. people the tapes and the CDs. So that'll be coming up soon. Ooh, <laughs> so hey. we're, we're planning a little bit of that. 
Oh, that sounds like fun. I can't wait for that as well. And, you know, um, you've heard me talking a little bit about it. Listeners have heard me talking about the Turtle Island Tunes and the Full Moon Radio Project that I'm working on. You know, little skits and things like that would absolutely be perfect uh, for what I'm I'm hoping to put together for uh, listening on that. You know, I, I, I look at it as a way to have a lot of fun. So, Justin, I hope we can stay in touch and really bring our minds together to do some fun, uh, not just for the indigenous community, but you know to to just do fun for the sake of fun right well you know brad i'm, I'm always phone call away you know i'd love to meet up with you and help out the community and like you said beyond that in any way i can you know i'd love to get involved down there again more like you know moving up here i i'd like to get involved in any way so, i can one last thing where can people find you at well our music wherever you want we got we got it on all major streaming platforms spotify apple music we're on amazon i believe deezer title all those uh on our Bandcamp page, we have CDs and T-shirts and uh, cassette tapes for sale, and you can buy the digital MP3s of the album as well. Really, we're everywhere. You can't escape us. We're 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 up. Thank you so much uh, for joining me today on Gyno. Congratulations on the signing, on the new release, all your continued success, and yeah, we'll we'll stay in touch. We'll bring our minds together, have a lot of fun, and we'll definitely. I uh, have to have you on Gyno again here in the near future. Always a pleasure, Brett. Thank you so much for having me.
Allegheny territory of the Seneca Nation. This is Justin Woodmancy from the band Alamantra, and you are listening to Gyno. For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. God is alive. Magic is a foot. God is alive. Magic is a foot. God is a foot. Magic is alive. Life is a foot. Magic is a foot. Magic never died. Magic is a foot. God never sickened. Many poor men lied. Many sick men lied. Magic never weakened. Magic never hid. Magic always ruled. God is a foot, God never died. God was ruler, though his funeral lengthened, though his mourners thickened, magic never fled, though his shrouds were hoisted, the naked God did live, though his words were twisted, the naked magic thrived, though his death was published round and round the world, God did not believe. Many hurt men wondered, many struck men bled. Magic never faltered, magic always led. Many stones were rolled, but God would not lie down. Many wild men lied, many fat men listened. Though they offered stones, magic still was fed. Though they locked their coffers, God was always served. Magic is afoot, God rules. Alive is a foot, alive is in command. Many weak men hungered, many strong men thrived. Though they boasted solitude, God was at their side. Nor the dreamer in his cell, nor the captain on the hill. Magic is alive, though his death was pardoned. Round and round the world, the heart would not believe. Though laws were carved in marble, they could not shelter men Though altars built in parliaments They could not order men Police arrested magic And magic went with them For magic loves the hungry But magic would not tarry It moves from arm to arm It would not stay with them Magic is afoot it cannot come to harm. It rests in an empty palm. It spawns in an empty mind. But magic is no instrument. Magic is the end. Many men drove magic, but magic stayed behind. Many strong men lied. They only passed through magic and out the other side. Many weak men lied. They came to God in secret. And though they left him nourished, they would not tell who healed. Though mountains danced before them, they said that God was dead. Though his shrouds were hoisted, the naked God did live. This I mean to whisper to my mind. This I mean to laugh with in my mind. This I mean my mind to serve till service is but magic moving through world and mind itself is magic coursing through the flesh and flesh itself is Native magic. Voice 1 the Native American Radio Network